happy holidays from Ray Gun. Visit us at 5207 North Clark Street. Happy holidays from Hallie at Milk Handmade. Come visit us for all of your clothing, accessories, and jewelry gifting needs. Hi, this is Catherine from the Swedish American Museum store. Happy holidays to Andersonville and stop by anytime for the best in Swedish holiday goods. Happy holidays, guys. This is Zach from Clark House. Just letting you guys know, stop by, pick up all your holiday gifts and needs. Thanks for shopping here. Have a great holiday. Thank you. Hi, my name is Sarah Beth Salzman with the Manual Congregation. I'm the new executive director here. We are a reformed Jewish congregation in the area, and we just want to reach out and say happy holidays to everyone. And anyone who's curious about what we do, we have a number of adult programming, children's programming. Just give us a call. Um, we're happy to talk to you and or add you to our email list so you can see everything that's coming up. Happy holidays. Happy holidays from Dearborn Denim, where you can get custom jeans <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> so on the spot. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. This episode is brought to you by Great Lakes Clinical Trials. Located at the corner of Foster and Ashland in Andersonville, Great Lakes specializes in the study of investigational medications to treat health issues of the brain and body, as well as the recent affliction of COVID-19. Great Lakes Clinical Trials is participating in a global COVID-19 vaccine study that will be delivered to the Chicago community. For more information on their current studies, including the COVID-19 vaccine, visit GreatLakesClinicalTrials.com or send them a message on Facebook. Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today we are joined by Ludwig Dufresne of Andersonville Fine Foods, Chef Jasmine Chef of Tasting India, Lauren Ocello of Twiddly Bits, and Lindsay Anderson of Uve Kitchen and Wine Bar. This team of individuals has joined forces this holiday season to bring you a holiday retail market, featuring great finds from local neighborhood vendors at Uve every Saturday and Sunday in December from 12 to 5 p.m as well as this Friday's Late Night Andersonville from 5 to 8 p.m. Welcome, everybody. How are you all today? Doing fantastic. Thank you for having us. So good. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Well, this is definitely the biggest group we've interviewed in a while, and we've had both Lindsay from Uwe and Lauren from Twiddly Bits on as guests for the podcast before, but Ludwig and Jasmine, this is your first time. Why don't we start by all of you going around and introducing yourselves and your business so our listeners can get used to your voices. And then um, we'll go a little bit more in depth with Ludwig and Jasmine, um, asking you to share a little bit about your background since this is the first time on the podcast. Let's start with Lindsay since the, the pop-up is hosted at Uve. Hi, my name is Lindsay Anderson and I am the owner of Uve Kitchen and Wine Bar located on the corner of Bryn Mawr and Clark. I'm Ludwig. I'm the owner of Andersonville Fine Foods, um, and I make delicious uh, candied and roasted nuts um, that I sell online mostly. I'm Lauren. I am the owner and head vegan in charge of Twiddly Bits, where I make jams, fruit butters, vegan cheeses, and pickles. 
Hi, everyone. My name is Jasmine. I'm the owner and chef at Tasting India. We are a weekly meal delivery service that focuses on highlighting the lesser known and unknown cuisines of India. So each week we focus on a different regional Indian cuisine. Um, you can find me on Instagram at tasting underscore India. Um, and yeah, super excited to be here. All right, great. So you are all here today because you started a holiday retail market at Uve. Um, where did this idea come from and how did you all connect to put this project on together? I was looking to do something because Uve is currently closed due to the stay at home advisory. Uh, we just made that decision in the best interest of our staff and our community to hold off on regular dining until we can resume regular business. So we were just looking for something to do during the holiday season. Uh, to provide our retail wines as well as our wine and cheese gift baskets. So I reached out to all of my contacts on uh, the call today and asked them if they wanted to participate and we had a really great response. So we're super excited to partner for the holiday season. Yeah, Lindsay has been just super supportive of, of other small businesses and women-owned businesses too. And um, I got connected with Lindsay a couple of months ago when I was looking to kind of um, find a space to um, to to do Tasting India out of um, and, and really kind of try to meet the demands um, of my weekly orders and Lindsay um, has been super supportive and I use her space as a shared kitchen space and you know we um, decided to collaborate on this on this pop-up market that she's leading and um, I'm showcasing my masala cutting chai and homemade ghee blends and at the market as well. So we're so excited about this because again it's just another way for folks to shop with intention to celebrate with intention to dine with intention this year and just a really great opportunity to make it a quick stop especially if you know people are being conscious about how many shops they're going into so what can a shopper expect from this experience can you share a little bit more about the products you're each offering that will go into these gift baskets at the market Absolutely. Uh, some of the items that I've put up for this particular market are assortments of my jams from strawberry Prosecco, blueberry fig and Thanksgiving in a jar, a lovely cranberry orange spice blend uh, to tried and true winners like pickled red onions, garlic dill pickles, Chicago style pickled jardinera, as well as this time of year is perfect for pumpkin butter, apple butter, and pear butter as well. And I have um, my nuts in three different flavors. Uh, so I've got my original recipe, which I called uh, sweet and spicy, um, which is actually quite perfect for um, the winter holiday. Uh, I also have the Koval bourbon, um, which I am partnering with Koval, who is also uh, local to us. Um, and then the new recipe that I started a um, couple of months ago called Duca, which is a, a savory and vegan for Lauren uh, recipe, um, which is perfect for, you know, cheese and charcuterie uh, trays. It is also perfect for eating directly out of the bag. It is absolutely delicious, perfectly spiced, a little tiny bit sweet, citrusy. I had to stop myself from eating the entire bag in one sitting. It is delicious. Thanks, <laughs> I can't wait to try it. 
We also have numerous other uh, small businesses and artists that are participating in the pop-up market. Um, so we have everything from coffee syrups to infused Bloody Mary vodka, um, paintings, homemade wreaths, uh, holiday decoration, that sort of thing. Lindsay, what are some of the other um, small businesses that you've kind of gathered together who aren't necessarily represented right now on this interview? Uh, Rewired Cafe, which is a, an old coffee shop that has recently relocated from Berwyn Street to Thorndale and gotten their full liquor license as well as added uh, pizza and sandwiches to their menu. They're doing their house-made coffee syrups as well as a house-made chimichurri and uh, red chili uh, oil. As far as artists goes, Slumbering Alligator uh, has some paintings and some holiday decorations. He's actually decorating some of the vacant windows in our building for the holidays, just to bring a little bit of cheer to the north side of Clark Street. Uh, Articulate Studios also provided um, some holiday decor and some homemade greeting cards. And Katie's Wreaths has a bunch of different holiday decor as far as wreaths and stockings and that sort of thing. And how does the shopping work? How, how did you set up the restaurant to kind of accommodate this new format? Um, and how many shoppers can, can kind of be in at one time? So we do ask that there is no more than six shoppers at one time. Uh, we do take temperatures at the door. We also have an air purification system set into place to um, just make the space safe. And the retail market is set up as far as wine goes by different regions of the world. Um, and then Ludwig and Lauren's items are kind of mixed in there. So you can choose wine and the perfect pairing for your basket and cheese uh, with their stuff. Uh, Lauren's pickled items are on our breakfast table where we have coffee from Uncommon Coffee Grinder or Ground in Sagatok, the Bloody Mary vodkas, um, and then her perfect accoutrements with the pickles. Uh, Jasmine's chai tea is also on the breakfast table. And then we have just kind of the artists scattered about, but there's definitely a flow of one-way traffic through the, the store, if you will. And I'm curious, um, are I, I know we've just, you know, started to understand the um, idea of shipping gifts in multiple uh, fashions this year in particular. Have you had any experience with folks coming in so far wanting to ship these gift baskets or do you have any tips on shipping something of this nature that does include something that's breakable like wine or jams or things like that? So while we do offer delivery, um, we cannot ship wine. It's against the law. You have to have a special uh, distribution license for that. Um, we have shipped cheese in the past and for shipping cheese, we recommend no more than a two day shipping time. It has to go out on a Monday or Tuesday so it doesn't get lost in the late, late week shuffle. And then it does need to be packed on ice. Um, we do have a, what's it called? Um, a vacuum sealer that we vacuum seal the cheese so it stays fresh and is airtight for shipping. But that's great. Is there a um, mile radius to your local delivery option? Um, we offer delivery in the city of Chicago and Evanston for $5. And then we are happy to go anywhere else uh, in the Chicagoland area. We just uh, kind of decide on the delivery fee based on the distance. And then we are currently utilizing all of our staff members that are not working because the restaurant's not open as delivery drivers to support them during the holiday season as well. 
And Jasmine, um, Lindsay mentioned your masala chai on there. Do you have other items at the market that you are offering? So in order, in addition to the masala chai uh, mix, I also offer my own homemade ghee that has been packaged and will be available in the retail store. And hopefully in the next week or so, we'll have some more homemade masala spices uh, and blends for different Indian dishes that that uh, shoppers can can buy and, and hopefully gift and do use as stocking stuffers and things like that. And can you tell us a little bit more about um, kind of the origins of your business? You know, as we said, we've had kind of Lauren and Lindsay on before, so we kind of yeah. know their their history. Um, but could you share with us how you kind of got started um, and when, you know, Tasting India came about? Yeah, absolutely. So prior to the pandemic, uh, I actually worked um, in a combination of roles, front of house and back of house um, in the restaurant industry. Uh, I worked for several of the Boca restaurant group properties as well. Um, Meanwhile, on the side, I hosted social dining experiences and pop-up dining experiences. Um, But with the pandemic and, and being laid off and things of that nature, I was also not able to host pop-ups because social gatherings weren't allowed and were limited as well. And so decided to pivot into this weekly meal delivery service um, where each Saturday I release a new menu that focuses on a different region of India. And that menu is then delivered the following Saturday. So folks can either opt for delivery or pick up. Um, I deliver to Evanston, Oak Park and River Forest uh, and then all over Chicago as well. And so that, that's a week's worth of, of meals? For- yeah, and it's not really a week's worth of meals. So the concept behind Tasting India is that it's uh, focused on a, a thali. A thali in India, it's kind of like a bento box, so to speak, and um, consists of a meal that has a variety of components um, in them. And so my thalis all, almost always have about five components, um, and each order of thali feeds two people. So it's, it's one meal feeds two people, and then there's a bunch of different dishes that are as add-ons, um, meat dishes, um, Indian flatbreads, desserts, things of that nature. So the thali itself is always um, 100% vegetarian. And then you can choose to add on uh, some other dishes as well. And then how about you, Ludwig? Can you tell us a little bit about how Andersonville Fine Foods came about? It's such a fun name. I know you've worked with some other businesses in Andersonville, including having your product in the Andersonville Galleria. And then I want to say you had worked with Vincent Restaurant too, correct? Popping up at Midsummer Fest. Yeah, exactly. So I actually started uh, at Midsummer Fest uh, last year. So I've been around for about a year and a half. And this is really a side job for me. I have a full-time job working for a bank in technology. Um, And as fun as that sounds, uh, (laughs) it really is not. So I've been looking to do something else. And I absolutely love cooking. And I used to make candied nuts uh, around the holiday for friends and family. And I found a really good recipe a couple of years ago. And everybody told me, oh, you should start selling these. Uh, And I thought, why not? So I put a quick spreadsheet together, kind of looked at how much it would cost to make them and sell them. Um, Kind of started putting a a business plan together. And then Midsummer Fest last year, I kind of started and again it's it's mostly a side job for me at this point so you know it's it's very small quantity um i used to make them at uh vincent's uh i since moved uh i'm actually living in the building where uva is uh and lindsay has been pretty amazing and offering a kitchen for me to uh, to use instead so 
Uh, I, I just love Anderson VR, which is why it had to be part of the name of my company. Uh, I just love the community, the, the restaurant owners, the business owners of Anderson VR, I think are incredible. Uh, and I just really wanted to be part of this. Well, the holiday market is one way that you all have shifted and adapted to the effects of COVID-19. But tell us more about how the pandemic impacted each of your businesses. And what is one thing you wish consumers would know about the challenges that you are currently facing? Yeah, I, I can start because, um, <laughs> again, just starting last year, um, you know, I, I didn't really have a lot of uh, markets or anything apart from Midsummer Fest, but I wasn't very well prepared. I mean, I did manage to get through one of the Christmas markets at the Waldorf um, School last year. And I was actually sitting next to uh, Lauren, which was awesome. But yeah, so like I was like, oh yeah, next year it's gonna be perfect. I'm gonna do like all of these markets and you know street festivals. And I was really getting ready to do all of this stuff. And then COVID hit, and I was like, well, this is not happening. Um, so I, I really just try to do online as much as possible. Um, you know, even uh, Galleria stopped selling the product at some point because you know they were closed for for a while too. Uh, so it, it's definitely been much more difficult. And you know, being a, a food product, people want to try it, uh, and not being able to you know be there and like you know giving samples um, really impacted um, you know the the way I can sell the product. Absolutely agreed. Uh, along with Ludwig last year was my first year in business as well and i had packed the summer and the fall with lots and lots of markets to really get the word out and the answer was always yes i will do this yes i will be there yes i will sell my stuff and so again moving into 2020 i thought we're gonna hit the ground running i've got all these markets lined up these are the ones that i've earmarked to do and big no big no on all of them and not necessarily knowing if the Andersonville farmers market would be running I just kind of sat in the spring I also work in a shared kitchen so I just tried to create some backstock since jams and fruit butters those kind of good things are shelf stable they'll last so they'll be waiting for me whenever I've got something to do and thankfully we were able to do the Andersonville farmers market but again, to Ludwig's point, not being able to sample the products makes it a little harder to sell items. And then also being in glass jars, we've got glass jar shortages. <laughs> I guess folks are canning more at home for their own purposes. They're making candles as their own side hustle. Um, so for a while, I couldn't get the jars that I needed. And I was honestly thinking I'm going to have to scoop handfuls of jam into people's bags and say, like, here you go. I hope you like it. Um, but just trying very hard to maintain a positive attitude, um, being honest with my clients and letting them know what I can provide to them under what circumstances and giving them proper lead times for when I anticipated jars to come back. And just this year has taught me flexibility is key. You might plan your year with all sorts of events and end your year with exactly none events. Um, and that's okay. As long as you try your very best, put out a good product, 
your clients will be there for you and they've shown up every single time. So patience and flexibility. <laughs> yeah, I think echoing what the rest of the uh, folks have said is that I think all of us are dealing with like so much uncertainty and we've kind of had to overnight learn aspects of business that previously may never have applied to our businesses, right? So we're, we're kind of learning from the ground up as well. And I think that if there's something that, um, you know, our, our customers and our guests should know is that there's so much work that thought work blood sweat and tears that goes on um in the you know behind the scenes um that it's it's kind of unbelievable that we are all still staying afloat and, and have a smile on our faces and love what we do <laughs> so um you know i i think for me personally it's been a huge uh, and huge uh, thank you to all of the guests who continuously order from me who spread the word about my business and who are excited to eat new food every week from me so you know, I'm super lucky and grateful to have the guests that I have. But I think from a from a business operation standpoint, it's definitely been uh, one challenge after another. And I think, you know, with with the rules and the, you know, stay at home orders and stuff changing so frequently uh, and so often, I mean, um, we've I've had to kind of pivot basically on a weekly basis <laughs> uh, and determine, okay, what's next? What's the next challenge that I have to try to overcome as well? So, you know, again, huge thank you to, to, to people that support me or my guests and, 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 and restaurant owners like Lindsay who have, you know, welcomed small businesses like mine with open arms and are there to kind of mentor us through this super challenging time. Yeah, it's just so interesting, you know, because you know, I had both Lindsay and Ludwig, you know, on the docket for Midsummer Fest uh, 2020. I know Lindsay was coming off of, of, you know, Restaurant Week 2020, which was, I believe, if I remember correctly, like very popular. You had a very good, you know, week weekend um, with your specials. And that so was it just. Our highest sales we'd ever had. And then, you know, two weeks later, we had to shut down. So. <laughs> Yeah, and it just ended up kind of, you know, hitting us all so hard um, at that time. So, yeah, but it's great to see you all kind of here and working together. And, um, you know, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to Lindsay, too, to, to be able to provide this opportunity to, to all of you on this call. So, And Lindsay, how about what, I mean, Uwe has been super creative throughout this whole process. We see you putting out all kinds of take-home packages and then of course dining open back up and then you set up some outdoor options. Can you just talk us through a little bit about how that has all gone for you and what folks can currently do to, to get Uwe um, specials to their homes? Um, absolutely. So I think the biggest challenge as a brick and mortar restaurant is you know our brand is not only our food and our wine but also the service and the experience and not being being able to offer the entire kind of experience package was really really challenging to us so that was one factor in us deciding to kind of shut our doors for regular dining just because our menu is a little bit higher end and it does have a lot of fresh seafood on it and that sort of thing and it just unfortunately really doesn't translate well to to go food and also it's just not cost effective to have such a large menu and hope that people are gonna come in and sit at one of the greenhouses that we installed for the colder months. Um, so we have pivoted back to our kind of virtual wine bar concept. Um, you know, as everyone has spoken during these challenging times, kind of problem solving and that sort of thing, we had to look to other skill sets that we, that we 
possess. And um, I actually teach a level one Somali certification class at Kendall College. So that was really beneficial to me in using, you know, my teacher background and educational background as far as wine goes into pivoting to virtual wine tastings which uh, were actually a great thing uh, during the first shutdown. We really got a lot of regular virtual tasters and we got to know our neighbors really, really well. You know, Ludwig and Kevin would join us every week as well as a bunch of other neighbors. So we really got to still be part of the community even though we weren't open for regular business. Um, to speak to Lauren's issue with not being able to source jars, we, to source little tiny uh, four ounce bottles to share our wine with guests has been challenging. Um, but we have managed to overcome that as well. So right now, um, while we're closed, we have lots and lots of virtual holiday parties that we're hosting. And then every Saturday we do a prefix four course meal for two that includes wine pairings. That menu does change every week. And then we're also doing a Sunday brunch for two that includes a mimosa kit and specific items uh, that changes weekly as well. So we know Lindsay just shared a little bit about what folks can expect this holiday season from Uve, but if any of the rest of you want to chime in on uh, ways folks can support you directly during the holidays, any special gift promotions you have going on besides the pop-up, feel free to chime in and let us know. Yeah, so one of the things I just uh, started is um, like free local delivery, um, you know, kind of helping the neighborhood and anybody in the neighborhood can just get uh, not delivered for free. Uh, and I'm also taking part of the uh, Always on the Sandville campaign and offering 15% off uh, on all orders uh, if you mention Always on the Sandville. Yes, that's a great point. That's for our late night uh, Falalala Fridays, which are, is still happening this week on the 18th. So you can visit our website. Um, the late night lineup is on there. And as Ludwig said, Always Andersonville will get you 15% off this Friday. So check that out. Awesome. For Tasting India, we are going to do a special um, holiday menu for the week of Christmas. So the deliveries will be um, by Christmas Eve. Um, and, you know, everyone is, you know, locked in in their, in their homes. They're not able to go out and celebrate with their family. And so what better way to make it more special by staying home and having a feast. And so we're doing um, centerpieces for your meal. Uh, where we're going to do a whole roasted tandoori chicken with some sides, um, as well as a whole roasted leg of lamb, and then also have a vegetarian option um, that, that's in the works. It's going to be a stuffed acorn squash with winter vegetables. So more to come on that on our on our social media but super excited to to showcase some of these items for the christmas menu um, i did forget to mention that uve is partnering with jasmine and tasting india for our wine dinner on the 19th um, we are super excited to experience Jasmine's <laughs> food but also to do wine pairings with her food uh, we are going to explore an indian wine which i've never had an indian wine mm -hmm. so That'll be fun to try as well as other uh, complimentary wines to pair with her delicious yeah. menu. I'm very yeah. excited about it too. Signed <laughs> 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 up for that. Yeah, I'm super excited to prep that menu as well. It's some of my favorite flavors and dishes and um, really looking forward to seeing what, what wines Lindsay chooses to pair with the dishes. 
a few things that I offer with Twiddly Bits for the holiday season, or really any time of year if you're looking to give gifts, is I can put together gift boxes or baskets for anybody with their choice of products. So we can go as mild or wild as your budget dictates doing pickles, jams, fruit butters. Um, if you're delivering in person, cheeses are an option, but shipping cheeses are a little difficult on my end. Um, and it's only an extra five to $15, depending on how much you wanna gussy up the, uh, the gifts there. And additionally, I do offer free delivery for 15 miles from the 60640 uh, zip code. And um, just trying to make holidays a little merrier, a little brighter, and I'm happy to help put some gifts together for folks. We also uh, utilize a lot of Lauren's products in our wine dinner menus. We use uh, her different jams and stuff to integrate with different recipes. Her Thanksgiving in a jar is one of the most amazing things that I've ever tasted. Um, I've utilized it with red wine and port for a duck breast accoutrement. We use it for desserts. This week I have a special wine dinner a holiday event that we're making kind of a cranberry compote out of it for flourless chocolate cake. So there's lots of uses for all of her products too. Well, it's just so lovely to see you all kind of connecting and uniting during this time. So, um, but since this is a holiday episode, we, um, we've been asking some rapid fire questions that we've started you know, since the, the podcast went on hiatus a little bit over the summer and when it, it restarted, we started asking rapid fire questions. So we have some for you all. So the first one is, what is your favorite holiday movie? Love Actually. Yes, it's I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> it's cheesy. I can quote almost every line from it. I, even though a lot of it can be cringy, like when you watch it with the lens of being in 2020 and whatnot, or just having some time from when it first debuted. But yeah, that that movie is unabashedly my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely on, on my list for every holiday. So I agree, love that movie. I was gonna say, this is airing after our Andersonville at Home for the Holidays program, which uh, aired on December 13th. But if you missed it, we uh, may or may not have snuck in a Love Actually parody. So, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check that out if you missed it. Um, it's up on our Facebook and our YouTube channel. All right, we'll move on to the next rapid fire. Um, the next one is favorite holiday carol to sing or listen to. Well, being French, we don't really have that. So <laughs> I think I'll pass that question. <laughs> I have to be sort of that the Debbie Downer when it comes to Christmas carols. I do not enjoy Christmas music. <laughs> if we're going classic, I really like Good King Wenceslas. I think it's at least a little cheerful compared to some of the other ones that sound a little dour. Um, but if we're talking just Christmas music, I am in absolute love with a song I consider to be a complete dumpster fire. It's Justin Bieber's Little Drummer Boy featuring Busta Rhymes. This is a pairing that no one should have ever made, ever. And it was when Justin Bieber was still a kid. So I cannot imagine what the studio looked like with him and completely grown Busta Rhymes trying to record this bizarre fever dream of a Christmas song. Oh my God, we're definitely going to have to link to that now in the show notes. <laughs> definitely. That's going <laughs> to... 
<laughs> I don't know that I've heard that rendition. So it's completely miserable. Andy. It's insane. And yeah. every year after we clean up after Thanksgiving, we will always play it to like hearken in the Christmas season. <laughs> I just don't understand why 93.9 has to start with our holiday music now the minute November 1st hits. So like, it's not even, I think they used to wait till at least after Thanksgiving and now it's like all November long. So anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like Black Friday sales happening all of November. I'm like, it kind of defeats the purpose. (laughs) Right. Okay. What is your favorite holiday activity? It can be inside, outside. I absolutely love wrapping gifts. That's my favorite part of the holidays. I love watching movies, kind of nice wine, watching movies. That's pretty much what I've been doing for the past two weeks already. <laughs> so as kids in India, we would, um, every holiday season, we would like drive around the entire city and go to all of the five-star hotels and, you know, look at their decorations and things like that. I love doing that here. I love going on a drive or a walk around the neighborhood and, and seeing everyone's Christmas decorations. It's just I, I personally don't like decorating, so I take joy in other people's decorations. I love that everyone's really gone on all out on Christmas decorations for 2020. So I'm going to agree with you. Driving around the neighborhood and seeing just how great everyone has decorated is really fun and kind of lifts everyone's spirits. Yeah, I definitely did that. My husband, Kevin, is not too much into Christmas decoration because of stuff that happened to him in the past. But... This year's like, I don't care. I'm getting everything out. Everything is getting out. Like the whole house is decorated. The roof is decorated. It's it's Christmas. We have to celebrate one thing this year. Unsurprisingly, my favorite thing at the holidays is eating all of the delicious foods. Uh, the things that people don't take the time to make necessarily all year long, the stuff that might be expensive, the stuff that might be time consuming. Uh, it's just the best time of year to get your winter body in order and eat all of the good stuff. What is your favorite gift you've ever received? Or you can answer the next one, which is what's the best gift you've ever given? We can combine those so you can pick one to answer. I think my favorite gift I've ever received um, as a chef, it it naturally has to do with cooking. Um, It was my first set of professional chef knives from Global. Um, which I absolutely cherish and love. And I've I've owned them for many, many years and maybe had to sharpen them once. And that's been sort of my favorite gift over the years. Um, About five years ago, my parents started gifting my adult brothers and my husband and I a siblings night where they get us either play tickets or some sort of activity for us to participate in in a hotel room. Um, and then they watch my nieces so we can go out and have an adult night on the town. And we've just really, we don't get to see each other very often. So every year we look forward to whatever siblings night surprise gift we're going to get. That's such an amazing idea. It's fun. <laughs> How many siblings do you have, Lindsay? I have two little brothers. One of my favorite gifts that I look forward to every year is my godmother will always send socks and for the last 20 years or so, I will get several pairs of patterned socks. And now my husband gets socks as well. And she makes this Christmas crunch mix that has Chex Mix and peanuts. And she found non-dairy M&Ms for me. 
and pretzels and puts it together with dark chocolate. So they're these clusters of goodness. And then she sends me a jar of Isley's barbecue sauce from Pittsburgh. So I look forward to these boxes every year because I always get a re-up of really fun socks. I get something good to eat and I get barbecue sauce that makes me think of my childhood. I, I don't know if it's my favorite gift ever, but at least it's it's one of the most recent that really, really made me smile. Um, my mom sent me a, a care package from France and yeah, I'm 45 and I'm still getting that from my mom. Uh, and it was basically like full of French sweets, um, which, you know, I've been trying to stop myself from eating too much, but um, that really made me very happy, brought back some good memories. Ludwig, describe the sweets inquiring minds want to know. Uh, well, I don't know if you'd be able to eat them because I'm guessing they're not vegan, but it's like a strawberry tagala, uh, like some banana things. Uh, my favorite of all time is like this kind of meringue bear covered in chocolate. It's so good. All right. And then um, how do you all plan to spend the holidays this year? Do you, do you get any time off or what does what are your schedules look like for in between kind of, you know, Christmas Eve and New Year's Day? Yeah, I don't have any time off. I'm actually taking next week off um, to relax for a bit. But then I'm actually working my, um, you know, day job uh, and we usually go uh, either to France or to my husband's family for um, Christmas. Uh, but because of COVID, um, you know, we can't really do either. So I think we're just going to stay home and just, you know, cook and just have fun, have some wine and probably more wine. <laughs> <laughs> We are crazy busy for the next two weeks with virtual holiday parties. So working all day, every day. Um, but then we're just having a very quiet Christmas with my parents. Um, you know, usually my grandparents come, but obviously they can't this year. So it's just gonna be our immediate family. Just one of my brothers and his wife and my husband and my parents. Um, probably lots of Zooming with family who are all staying home this year. So that'll be nice. And lots of wine, of course. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm working all the way up until uh, Christmas Eve, and then we'll take a few days off. Um, and I'm just looking forward to chilling out, relaxing, not moving from the couch, uh, cuddling with the dog, um, and just drinking some nice old fashions throughout, <laughs> throughout the holiday. A rather quiet holiday season here. Uh, like most, I'm working all the way up to Christmas, and then I have some New Year's gift boxes that'll be ship out in the new year but it'll just be my husband my dog and myself and Christmas day we usually make uh different pizzas so we have a pizza party for baby Jesus and um we'll have some wine too it'll be a wine party for all of us what are your favorite pizza toppings uh well I'll do one that is just a a pretty standard uh, tomato, cheese, vegan cheese. I like the one from Trader Joe's. It melts really nice. Uh, but then I will put arugula on it. And then the other pizza is a roasted potato and rosemary pizza. I love arugula. That sounds so delicious. Yeah, it's something to make you feel like you're having a vegetable to go with all of the other stuff. <laughs> it's green. Well, thank you all for joining us today. 
And once more, how, um, where customers can find you, give your website information. And if you have an Instagram handle and yeah, you can find me at uh, andersonvielfinefoods.com. Uh, and it's the same name for my uh, Instagram and, and Facebook. Uve is uvechicago.com. Same for our Instagram and Facebook. And I will have links to everybody else's business up on a special page on our website starting tomorrow. Yeah, you can find Tasting India on Instagram at tasting underscore India, and our website is tastingindia.net. You can find Twiddly Bits at twiddlybits.com, T-W-I-D-L-E-Y, bits, and it's at Twiddly Bits for Instagram, for Twitter, and Facebook as well. Uh, so you can find Tasting India on Instagram at tasting underscore India, uh, and our website is tastingindia.net. Okay, and for more information about the Andersville Holiday Programming, you can go to andersville.org backslash holiday dash events. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce and currently recorded via Zoom. We thank you for your listenership, and if you like the podcast, please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. We are also actively looking for podcast sponsors to sustain our production. Please email us at info at andersonville.org for more information. Thank you for your continued support, for staying active in our community, and for staying always Andersonville.